Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody? Happy Sunday. Can you believe it's Christmas time? It's crazy, man. Anybody want to make me coquito? <laughs> the only time I pull the pastor card is during Christmas time, where I invite people to give me gifts. And specifically, anything that has to do with food or coquito. I heard that there's like a cookies and cream kind of coquito out there that some people make. So if you know how to do that, would love to try it. I'll shout you out on IG. Maybe we'll sell some at the store with the t-shirts. Anyways. I want to talk to you guys today about living a life of purpose. There are few things that matter more than purposeful living, especially when things get chaotic, which, of course, we know they always do. If things are pretty chill right now, it'll just be a matter of time before the boat gets rocky and stuff starts to get crazy. It's just the up and down of life. Well, when things get crazy, when life gets chaotic, if you have a deep sense of purpose, that becomes like an anchor for you. No matter what's going on, if you've built certain habits, if you have set your heart towards a particular direction and you are totally focused and undistracted in your pursuit of whatever this God-given purpose is, man, that helps tremendously to allow you to keep moving forward in those moments when you really feel like just stopping everything and giving up and moping around and being sad because, again, life happens. So if you can find a sense of purpose, that becomes an anchor for you. No matter what's going on, you know that this is what you're about. I love this story in the Gospels, Luke chapter 2, about teenager Jesus. That man was a savage. We don't even know a lot about like the kid version of Jesus because it just hops from like when he was born and then a couple of incidents in his early years and then boom, he's an adult doing ministry. But teenager Jesus, at one point he like runs away from home and then finally his parents find him and they're like, where have you been? What are you doing? We've been freaking out. And he looks at Mary and says, don't you know that I'm about my father's business? And just keeps it moving. And he wasn't talking about Joseph, y'all. He was talking about his father, God. And he said, don't you know that I'm about my father's business? Like, this is what I'm here for. And nothing's going to get in the way of that. So purpose is something that can add a lot of value to your life. Purpose is very beneficial. But at the same time, this whole idea of having a purpose and living on purpose and discovering your purpose can be very burdensome, especially if you don't feel like your life has a sense of direction. 
you don't feel like you have something that you're aiming for. You're good at a lot of things, but you don't feel like you have that one thing that you dedicate your life to. Or maybe passion and work are two separate things for you. So you don't really feel like I'm totally aligned living in my purpose. And when that is the scenario, which is so common, so common, so common, even though everyone on Instagram may portray different, but even though this is so common, so easy for us to feel stressed and anxious about what we feel is a sense of misalignment and misdirection in life. Especially in the culture that we live in, there's so much pressure to succeed. There's so much pressure to shoot for the stars and accomplish your dreams. And what happens is if we put all of these expectations on ourselves to perform and succeed and we don't, now we start questioning ourselves. Now that affects our self-esteem. So does that mean we shouldn't have a purpose? That we shouldn't dream? That we shouldn't go after the things that God has put in our heart? Of course not. But what it does mean is that if you connect your self-worth to your self-production, you're going to have a very shaky sense of self. Because we don't always produce at the level that we want to. It would be great if we can always be our optimal version and functioning at the highest level all the time. But it's not realistic for most of us. It's not something that a lot of us can do. So as long as you don't find your identity there you'll be okay. But if your identity is in making sure that I journal every day and I meditated every day and I did all the things that I'm supposed to do that I watched on that YouTube video so that I can be elite and operating at a high performance, if, you, if that's where your identity is, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna fail miserably because you're human. So you gotta give yourself a little wiggle room and you can still be disciplined and you can still engage and do the things that you need to do, but don't feel guilty or think that now the world is over if you aren't keeping up with what you told yourself you would keep up with. Now, I came across this uh, ancient Chinese concept called Wu Wei. Wu Wei means non-action, or a better translation, purposeless action. And the idea behind this concept, which I know is totally radical to us, is that we don't have to live our entire lives striving, achieving, gaining, attaining. Instead, if we can focus on simply being, everything in life will unfold exactly the way that it should. So our phrase for this is going with the flow, to go with the flow of life. See, to have a purpose in life implies that you have an intention, you have an aim, you're going somewhere, you're, you're setting a path for yourself. But to go with the flow means you really don't have an intention. Or maybe it would be better to say your intention is to be intentionless. You're not set out on carving out one particular path to your life. You're open to wherever the adventure will take you with all of its twists and turns and side paths along the way. Purposeless action, no intention, just being, operating out of that spontaneity and creativity from your deepest, most authentic self. So to live like this is to simply live in harmony with the way things are. It's to be aligned with the natural flow of life. So when you live like this, you're not obsessed with objectives and goals. 
your obsession becomes living this moment fully, completely, and totally. Being here now. See, if you think about it, behavior that isn't goal-oriented is actually the most genuine kind of behavior. It's funny because like when I used to really be locked into a certain religious paradigm, there would be times where you know, I would be hanging out with people and being their friend, but I really just wanted to convert them you know, or convince them of something that I believed was true. And it's like, is that really genuine? No. If you're doing something for what you can get out of it, if you have an agenda, then it's lacking purity. So behavior that isn't goal-oriented is the most genuine because you're doing what you're doing just for the sake of doing it, not for what you can get out of it. And so by living like this, you become less transactional in your interactions with other people. Everything in this world is transactional. It's not a bad thing, right? Like, like they say, time is money. Your time is important and you've got things to do and you want to be around people that are going to add to your life and you can add to theirs and there's a mutual interest involved. I get it. But isn't it refreshing sometimes just to be around someone that doesn't want anything from you? And you will be surprised how magnetic you become as a human being when you don't want anything from others. When you just show up to add value, to give back, to serve, to love, to understand, to be a friend, people want to be around you. They want to give you opportunities. They want to bring you in on things that are happening. Wu Wei, purposeless action, means you're not doing what you're doing for a sense of validation. You're, do, you're not doing it for any sort of reward. You're simply acting out of the truth at the core of your being. Look at this quote. A biologist might claim that a flower blooms to attract insects, which then spread the pollen. But the flower itself cannot help but bloom as it does. There's no intention. Now consider water. Water flows effortlessly. It cannot help but flow. That is the way it is. Effortless effort. Purposeless purpose. This is the real way of life. And if you have a hard time understanding this intellectually, just try and consider what it would feel like just to be your most natural self. Just to sink into the ease of existence, just to be you. Purpose naturally flows out of that. But you have to begin there with being yourself. So the idea is if you can free yourself of this constant striving to become someone special, because nowadays, God forbid, we're ordinary. I mean, if you're ordinary, you're a loser, dude. You got to stand out. You got you to gotta, you gotta do something, you know? You got to be different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different, you know? Yesterday, I was hanging out. I went to my, uh, my boy is, a, is an artist that I went to high school with, and he had, like, this beautiful display for Art Basel this week. And when I walked into this room, I'm telling you, I felt like I stepped into the metaverse, like Instagram, because I felt like I was, I was just surrounded by... Instagram influencers and like people that are walking a, a fashion a fashion show or something, you know? And I was just dressed very simple, just all black. I mean, it was clean, you know? It was a nice, just clean fit. 
You know, I was clean, just all black. Now, since I came back from the cruise, I put one extra button unbutton on all my button-ups now just to keep that same vibe, you know what I mean? Just, just, anyways. I don't even know why I'm saying any of this. But my point is, I was, I was dressed in all black. Just being me, that's it. So I was, I was dressed in all black simple, but because everybody was dressed so, like, you know, extravagant, I thought I, I was like, no, this, I'm standing out, and I like it. And it's just by being simple, just by being ordinary. So in the same way, you just you being you, you being ordinary, you being yourself, you don't have to stand out. So if you can be okay and free yourself of this desire to be someone special, that's when you actually tap into the, the specialty of who you are, the uniqueness of who you are. So, and you do that by just being natural, as natural as possible. There's uh, one saying that's pretty popular in certain spiritual circles. There's nothing to be, nothing to do, and nothing to have. It's that meditative state of mind. When you're meditating, right, like we were just now, there's nothing to do. There's no one to be. There's nothing to have. It's, it's just this. So to carry that mindset with you every day of your life, now you're not worrying so much. Now you're not anxious so much. Now you're not stressing about the future so much because you're here. So a good friend of mine introduced me to a book called The Way of the Samurai. It was written by a samurai years ago who wanted to like write down his philosophy of living for other students who would come up after him. And in this book, he says, if, if someone truly understands the present moment, there will be nothing else to do and nothing else to pursue. And so he would encourage his students to make their single purpose the present moment. What's my point in saying this? You don't have to be a success. You don't have to have some grand purpose in your life. Whether you accomplish anything in life or not, you still have just as much dignity and worth and value as the most successful person in the world. There's no difference. Now, in society, there's definitely a difference and distinction. But if you can sink into who you are and feel a sense of wholeness and completeness right now as you are, even if you don't have what you want, that's when you're actually the best, uh, the most set up and the most ready to actually build something of value in your life. Because now you're doing what you're doing and you're building what you're building out of a sense of sheer enjoyment and love and creativity. You're not doing it out of a sense of identity anymore. So I'm not trying to prove something about who I am by pursuing this. I'm not trying to give off a certain image of myself to the world by being successful. No, now th that your identity is grounded in something much stronger and sturdier than that. So now you can go ahead and do it. Now you're free to fail. You're free to mess up a million times before you get it right. You don't care how other people are looking at you or what they're thinking about you as you go about pursuing your God-given dreams. So that's what it means to do what you do out of the love of what you're doing, not for what you're getting out of it. So once you understand that your value and your worth 
has nothing to do with fulfilling a purpose, that's when you're ready to live on purpose. Really. Once you understand that your value and worth has nothing to do with you fulfilling a purpose, now you're ready to live out your God-given purpose. Everybody has a purpose. The question is, how do we go about discovering it? How do I find what my purpose is? Well, the only way to find your purpose is by finding yourself. Those two things are one and the same. The moment you discover yourself, you will discover your purpose. So you really don't even need to be concerned with purpose if you're kind of in a space in your life right now when you don't know what it is. Stop focusing on it. Just focus on finding yourself, knowing yourself, understanding who you are. You find your purpose by coming to understand your unique individuality. The issue is our unique individuality for so long has been suppressed and denied because maybe family doesn't allow you to be who you truly are. Maybe close friends have an issue with you being who you really are. I mean, because you guys have been friends for so long and this is just who you've always been and there's certain roles that you all play and now that you're being different, you're messing up the dynamics that we got involved here. And so it's hard for you to just spread your wings and fly and be who you wanna be because these relationships in your life have made it difficult to do that. So you've had to hide portions of who you are. You've had to deny your unique individuality around certain people. So to find yourself means tapping into the uniqueness of who you are, whatever the cost may be. And so you've got to confront whatever it is that's keeping you from doing that. Your desire for approval, your need to be liked by other people, the care and concern you have for the opinions that others may have of you, whatever it is. It's so important that we go within and acknowledge these unconscious factors that are dictating and driving our actions and our behaviors. It's about exploring yourself. And if exploring yourself was easy, everybody would be doing it. It's not easy, it's work. That's why they call it inner work. It is work going into your closet and taking out all the skeletons that are there. You know what I mean? It's like I was talking to my, my friend before service and he was telling me that when he first got with his girlfriend, he just put it all out there with her and said, hey, look, these are all the skeletons in my closet. You with it or no? And she's like, hey, I'm with it. And now that you brought that up, let me tell you a little bit about mine. <laughs> but because they started that way, now that set the tone for the rest of the relationship, right? Where you could be honest and vulnerable and real. So you got to start getting comfortable with the skeletons in your closet. You judge yourself for these things, but really, um, you got to love yourself with all of these issues that you got. And once you begin to truly understand why you are the way that you are, you won't blame yourself anymore. You'll take responsibility. I definitely will take 100% responsibility for who I am and who I become and what I do and what I say. But I don't blame myself because I understand how humanity works. I didn't ask to be born, first of all, <laughs> right? I didn't ask for the parents that I had. I didn't ask for all the experiences that I went through in my life. So I'm not gonna blame myself for turning out this way. You know, it's like, I, it, it, I started watching the Dahmer thing. Did you guys watch that on Netflix? No. You know, and it's, yeah, some of you are like, no, never. 
you know, like I like the, the, just the psychology of it and, and um, I'm not, I won't lie, it's a little, it's, it's, it's hard to find empathy in an extreme situation like that, right? I, I try to, I try to. But when you, when you see the circumstance that create the individual, you start to understand a little bit more. Even, uh, it, that does not excuse any of our stupidity as human beings, right? But when you understand the circumstances that created the individual, things start to at least make a little more sense. Maybe I used a really extreme example, but you guys know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's delete this from the podcast, guys. I don't wanna... <laughs> South Florida pastor endorses <laughs> the new Dahmer series. So funny. Oh my gosh. So, so when it comes to purpose, it isn't so much about the work that you do. You can do anything. My advice is don't derive your purpose from what you do. Instead, invest a sense of purpose into whatever you're doing. That way, it doesn't matter what work you're involved in. You can make anything meaningful. You can make anything purposeful because that's what you've decided to bring to the table. So the work that you're doing doesn't matter. It's about what's happening within you while you're doing the work that's important. See, you are born with a DNA that has never existed before and will never exist again in the future. Literally, your DNA is unique to you. Never has existed. Never will exist again. The fact that you were born into the family that you're born into with the parents that you had, that is unique to you. Your formative experiences in life, everything that you've been through. Of course, other people can relate. They've been to similar situations, but you and your story and your experiences are totally unique. It is out of your life story, out of this uniqueness that your purpose will begin to flow. And your purpose is always connected to your suffering. Your purpose is always connected to your suffering. So as you look back at your life and you see everything that you've been through and you wrestle with those emotions and you, and you um, confront all of that pain, it's out of that stuff that your sense of purpose will come. Everything that you've learned from those experiences is not just for you. It's so that you can help the next person. Everything that you've been through is so that you can share everything God has taught you with another individual. And, of course, for you to apply it yourself in your life. But we got to be willing to go to those dark spaces and those dark corners of our heart and of our mind in order to see what it is that God is trying to do with our lives. Like why, if you want to know why did I go through all of this, that is no one's job to answer except for you. You decide why. That is the most empowering thing in the world. You get to decide why you went through it. Nobody else does. God won't even tell you why you went through what you went through. That's up to you. But once you find your why, that is what you build your life off of. And everything else that you do um, will revolve around that. So think of yourself as like a seed planted in the ground, right? In that seed, 
there is contained all the potential for the wonderful tree that will come about. So in the same way, all of your potential exists within you in seed form. It's just a matter of nourishing that and taking care of that and being true to who you are. Also, it's helpful, too, when it comes to purpose, right? Like, take all that you've learned from the past. Take everything you're learning now in the present. Bring those things together and give birth to something new in the future. That's how it works. Some of us don't ever venture out of the paradigms that we inherited in the past. And if that's the case, I don't know if you're even fully living. It's important to learn the rules, but then you got to break the rules a little bit and make your own. <laughs> so you take what you've learned. And this is true not just in spirituality. This is true for whatever you do for a living. There's a way it's always been done. And then there's the spin that you bring to it. And when you combine those, you give birth to something totally new. So we don't reject the past. We include it. We incorporate it. We learn from it. And then we create whatever there is to be created in the future. So I want to give you one last paradigm before we wrap up. Primary purpose versus secondary purpose. And I think this is going to be helpful for us. All of us have a primary purpose and a secondary purpose. Okay? Your primary purpose is the same as everyone else's. We all share the same primary purpose. Your primary purpose is to find God. Point blank, period. Look at this quote from uh, Pramahansa Yogananda. He says, many people may doubt that finding God is the purpose of life, but everyone can accept the idea that the purpose of life is to find happiness. I will say that God is happiness. He is bliss. He is love. He is joy that will never go away from your soul. So why shouldn't you try to acquire that happiness? No one else can give it to you. You must continuously cultivate it yourself. So God doesn't just have a purpose for your life. God is the purpose of your life. And if you don't start there, if you don't understand that, it's like the scriptures say in the book of Psalms, you know, those who uh, build, somebody help me with this. They labor in vain. You know this, Raphael, right? Please, somebody who knows the Bible knows this, please. All right, well, whatever, bro. There's a cool <laughs> verse, all right? There's a cool verse that says those who, um, you know what? We're Googling this, guys. Yeah, bro. Always. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it? You Googled it? Unless the Lord builds the house. The laborers build in vain. See, that was worth Googling. Thank you. Bible app, yeah? Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers build in vain. So you can go about building your life and doing all these things. Unless it's God building it, you are laboring in vain. So first and foremost, your primary purpose is to find God to discover God, to know God, to know the peace and the joy and the love that comes from God. Now, your secondary purpose is how you express your primary purpose in the world. 
Okay, so once you have your primary purpose down, your secondary purpose simply becomes a vehicle for that which is primary. So this is the business leaders and entrepreneurs and nurses and doctors and teachers and officers that do what they do for the sake of sharing God's love with the world. Like that's actually what is most important for them. They do what they do in order to share this peace and share this love that they have found within themselves. So your primary purpose is channeled through your secondary purpose, whatever it is that you do. You utilize everything to share this love with the world. Your secondary purpose may shift and change, but your primary purpose always remains the same. There are no limits to how you can express the light of divinity that is within you. You can literally do anything. So when it comes to this idea of purpose, there's no wrong turns. When, when faith is the foundation of your life, when connection with God is the foundation of your life, there are no wrong turns. You can, you can make a total mess of your life. You could be a criminal if you want to. And that will be the perfect path for you to find God. Well, what if I totally give in to my stupidity and make a bunch of mistakes and I, and I ruin my life and I hurt people and I do all these things? That's exactly where you will find God. In the middle of all that stuff. There are no wrong turns. So your primary path encompasses all other paths. Whatever direction you go, it's all about knowing, loving, and enjoying God even more. And whatever direction you go, you'll be going towards God. So just to wrap up, living for yourself is um, it's not fulfilling. It's just not. Just to live for you. People who have a sense of purpose give their lives to something that is much greater than themselves. You know, so in our tradition, we like to call it the kingdom of heaven. Other people have different names for what that is. But you know you're walking in purpose when what you're doing, you're not just doing for you anymore and what you can get out of it. You're doing what you're doing in order to serve, to give back, to bring healing, to bring hope, to bring love everywhere that you go. I love this quote from uh, Viktor Frankl. He says, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure. Ain't that right? We just go from one dopamine high to the next, chasing after one pleasure, after another, after another, after another. That's how you know somebody doesn't have a deep sense of purpose. So to live a deep sense of purpose means I'm not just living for me. I'm living to serve. I'm living to love. I'm living to help the flourishing of those that are around me. That's what we're doing here as a community at Heartway. So when you plug into Heartway, you're plugging into uh, a movement that is much bigger than you. We're, we're bringing healing to so many people in so many different ways. And in your own life, in, in the ecosystem that you are creating, you have the ability to do the very same thing. Don't just do what you're doing to get money. I mean, that's okay. And for a while, that may just be what your focus needs to be. But once your needs get met, once you, once you got survival down, and you can live off of a lot less than you think, once you got that down, start focusing on this passion and purpose thing. 
And I promise you that will probably help you make more money than if you were just focused on the money. There will be doors that open for you that no one else can open. There will be opportunities that come to you that no one else could have given to you. It's just a God thing. And I love, like I had a meeting with our leaders earlier this week about cool opportunities and things that are happening. And the best part about it when I was talking to them was, I'm not doing any of it. I'm not. I'm just being me, living my normal everyday life. And things just happen. Things just happen. So trust in the natural flow of life. Trust in the way things are. Know yourself. Be yourself. That is the whole philosophy of life right there. Just know yourself. Be yourself. And allow your unique individuality to shine through in the work that you do. And use the work that you do as a vehicle to bring the love of God into the world. That's how you find peace. That's how you find fulfillment. That's how you live on purpose. Let's pray. God, thank you for making us as unique and special as you have. Help us to tap into our unique individuality, to be willing to go into those dark corners of our unconscious and bring to the light all of these uh, desires and fears and insecurities that we are unaware of. Help us to heal so that we can be healers in this world. God, I pray that you would help each and every one of us to find a deep sense of purpose in life. Whatever it is that we do, whatever work that we may do, what's most important is the sense of meaning and purpose that we attribute to it. And so there is no insignificant work if we're doing it for you and if we're doing it for the sake of love. Help us to help others, help us to give back, help us to give our lives over to a cause greater than ourselves, to be about our Father's business, and to know that you will be with us every step of the way. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Love you. Worship concert this Thursday. Hope to see you. And then we'll do it all over again on Sunday.